invite your tongue. to um from the roots to the top shout out to homie don you know making some major moves or whatever dope new music coming out real soon like can't reveal too much for that but i had to go through the archives because we have not done an ox me later album review since october 2020 shout out my brother g we did the 40 year anniversary of prince's uh dirty mind album and that's kind of actually interesting because this week was the five-year anniversary of his death, which is also insane. But I've been looking forward to this one. I've been waiting and highly anticipating because I, I want to get my homies up here. I really want to connect and I want to click. So I'm going to introduce for an amazing episode we're about to have up here a great friend of mine, you know, owner of cats you know like game of thrones style and everything beyonce enthusiast in, in, enthusiast i don't know the word beyonce historian is what i prefer <laughs> what's good man hello thank you for having me i'm so excited i i i'm i'm, ex- I'm excited too we, we this has been a time in I'm, I'm like we spoke about this for how long now Slightly over a year. I know we spoke about it last year during quarantine when everybody was really into house party. Um, And we had just missed the cusp of doing the four-year anniversary of the release. So we were saying, we'll get to it at five-year, but it's here. Yeah, it'll be perfect, man. Um, She's here. she, She is. And I'm telling you, like... I saw the tweets coming out and everything. And luckily for me, it randomly like it's like she sensed it and, and she knew to communicate it to me or whatever, because it popped in my head like, well, isn't something coming up? And I looked and I'm, I'm going to get into 2016 as a whole little bit later on. But first, you know, I got to tell the people, remember, like always, ladies and gentlemen, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend and tell a friend links and everything in the description and the bios below. Uh, make sure, like always, check out that. Um, uh, is April Fool's 21 playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify? You know, drop a monthly playlist every month. So, you know, just I need to uh, I'll, I'll save some lemonade or whatever for the upcoming May one or whatever. You know, it's no need to put I don't I don't add after like the 15th or whatever, because at that point, it's just like, no, you know, it's already like 80 something songs on that playlist. Moving on to next month's playlist. <sighs> but w- when I tell you it, like. Literally, this was a moment in time, and there's going to be so many things that we're just going to get across on this episode. But I'm going to ask the initial episode because I mean it's been so long, and I think this is the first Beyonce review anything for this podcast. And people who know me personally know, like as much as I stand, 
this is, you know, groundbreaking. Well, I'm excited to be a part of the the first of the Bay Revival of your uh, podcast. You know? And uh, that just leaves room to do other things. Um, the self-titled album, Homecoming. Oh, uh, you know, I, I can't we, wait. We've got room to grow. So, so yeah, count me in. I have to ask you, this is the very first question I got for you. Okay. What is your first memory of our queen? First memory, uh, not excluding Lemonade? Um, just, just Beyonce in general. I mean, you could be Destiny's Child. It could be like the solo. like. Okay. Because I got a story myself after, I'll tell you. So the first thing that comes to mind is, and this is nothing, you know, revolutionary by any means but i remember uh, <laughs> so i went to a christian summer camp in fifth grade nice and there were uh, a lot of girls that went to public school and <laughs> i went to private christian school so this was i mean they were smoking in the bathroom there were white girls that had cornrows in their hair i, I was out of my element yo are you were you, were you wait 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 were y'all really like those um was it really like shit you see on tv what do you mean like on tv you know when they be like oh the camps really are this crazy like that shit sound like something i see I mean, on like a american this, pie or something it, it was it was it was a for me it was wild because like i said there were girls smoking in the bathroom they knew how to do the cool dances at the skating rink and they had cornrows in their hair and you know i i had no i had nothing to bring to the table no. but um <laughs> but every uh end of the summer they we did a like a talent show and you know, the cool girls that smoke, they were like the ringleaders and I was just kind of there. Um, but they wanted to do a dance to Bootylicious. Nice. And you know me, I am 98 pounds soaking wet. So let alone in fifth grade, I'm like this, you know, a, a carrot standing next <laughs> to these girls trying to you know dance to bootylicious while my parents are in the audience at a fifth grade summer camp um whoa so that was my introduction to beyonce uh what <laughs> what about yours so so my story goes from here or whatever and this is kind of crazy um i remember bills 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 in 99 mm. um off the right you know the writings on the wall album um, I actually had the Survivor album. I bought that joint on my birthday in 01. Okay. And from there, you know, um, I remember a little bit of Destiny's Fulfilled, but I had a cousin that was super into Beyonce or whatever. Shout out James, man. I remember, like, you know, he was the reason why I knew a lot about beats around this period of time. So I also remember buying dangerously in love in 03 and being a little ass kid didn't even know what love was crying listening to fucking dangerously in love too <laughs> do you this may show my age i know i'm a, a little bit older than you do yeah. you remember they when it was the original three was it four the original yeah, four, four with um let's let's tell you luck it in uh, other homegirl i can't remember her name yeah yeah her um <laughs> They 
uh, were on an episode of Disney Smart Guy with Todd oh, Bowers. Oh, facts. Everybody remembers that. Yes, ma'am. And they did the no, 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 no. <laughs> then you say yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the like the true first time I I ever saw them. But like the the core memory is Bootylicious fifth grade Christian summer camp. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna also mention I remember B Day. I remember a little bit of Sasha Fierce. Four kind of was like you know of course everybody remembers four, but where what got me to where I, I was now, and I've told you this story, whatever. When I found out that you were like as big as you know a, a bigger fan than I am, because I mean you have her vinyls, Jesus Christ. I do. I was literally like the biggest fan of the Reed podcast, and I still listen to the Reed. Shout out to them. When self titled came out. I remember the fucking internet losing its mind in 03. I mean, excuse me, 13. Yeah, I I lost my mind. I said, Beyonce done dropped a whole album plus visual without telling any damn body. And, you know, we are all here for it. And right. I, that was when Calvin and I first started dating. And I remember oh. like. Like anytime picking him up, that was what was playing. He's like, "Do you listen to anything else?" I was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> what, what's funny? I literally remember being like, "Yo, why are people losing their minds and everything?" And then like listening to like their pod about the read talking about it. And you know, remember this was the thing like there was no singles, there was nothing. You had to like buy the album to see what was on the album. So I said, "Fuck it." I went into Fye and I spent twenty five and I bought the CD DVD combo. And to this day, I abstained. I don't know how I got my hands on it. Was she on title at that point? Was that a thing? You know, this was the whole thing with like, uh, matter of fact, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell that story now too, whatever. The the controversy or whatever, I guess a little bit of controversy. This joint dropped on title exclusively like that Saturday when it first dropped. Because she dropped it Saturday right in between the documentary or whatever that was on HBO, aka the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And... I remember being like, damn, I ain't got title because by that point, Apple Music already had my money. Like, you know, they 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 hit us with that whole, oh, first three months free. And I was like, yeah, you got me. I'm booked now. So I was like, how the fuck am I going to get this or whatever? And I remember that following Monday, I was on Twitter and they were like, yo, it's on iTunes. So I said, well, here's my $9.99 iTunes. Give me this album. And I think it might have been a little bit more because it came with the videos as well. So I got to watch like all of it. And I was like, yep, best 14 some dollars I've spent. Lemonade. Oh, Lemonade, yes. Sorry, I thought we were still on uh, the self-titled. Was that Oh, no, no, the self-titled, I bought... I don't know if title was around in 2013. I can't remember, honestly. How did I get my hands on it? Because I don't think it was widely available, or maybe it was. I didn't listen to it a lot in the moment. Like, I mean, it was around, don't get me wrong, but, like, by the time I finally got my hands on it, it had kind of been out there. But, like, she didn't drop the videos till way, way later. Remember that? Because, like, remember when she dropped all shit on YouTube and just said, fuck it? Yeah. Like, way after that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, yes, Lemonade specifically was titled because I remember my friend and old roommate uh, was bougie as hell and had titled. <laughs> Solely for Beyonce. So I just took all of his title info so I could just have it at my availability and it was worth it. I'm I'm loving this, man. I'm 
I'm going to tell this last story before we jump into the album. That's still one of my biggest regrets and everything. When she came up to Raleigh or whatever on a random Tuesday and it rained. And I remember like I couldn't get out to the show. I didn't have any money. I was broke, all this stuff. And I literally said, she's never going to come this close again. I'm missing out on the opportunity of a lifetime. And people, I remember talking to people that went and they said, yeah, it rained, but she was determined to finish the damn show. We didn't even get back to Goldsboro until like two something that morning, but I do it again. <laughs> and she ain't came back to North Carolina since. So I mean, shit. Yeah, I had uh, some friends that went and they sent me a video from it and I was just, just go away. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't go. I ain't gonna lie. I, oh, I wanted to so bad, but do you know how expensive those tickets were? I mean, it's Beyonce. All of them were expensive, but I mean, shit, the Carter's tickets were expensive as hell, but like, I won't buy to go to fucking like Atlanta or D.C. But this was a time when I had finished grad school. I hadn't, I haven't Talk pursued a career yet. Talk your shit. No, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm always. The struggle was real and Beyonce was not in my bank account. Broke status, man. I love it. But it's okay. Maybe one of these days. Who knows? So I guess this is going to be the last thing before we start off with the first track um, before we get into Lemonade. This is coming off of Self-Titled. And I'm going to go ahead and, I guess, spoil this or whatever. Self-Titled is still my favorite album mm-hmm. by her. Like, I just, I, I literally was just going to Lemonade like, how can she do better? Because I'm like, Self-Titled is a flawless album. Like, Literally. There's nothing up there. <laughs> there's nothing up there that I skip. I mean, there's nothing up here that I skip either. But I'm like, how do you like it, it's kind of like what I say about like, you know, Michael Jackson with Thriller, like or, or Prince with Purple Rain. Like, how do you follow up the perfect album? And she still found a way. Yeah. And I, I would say that they neither one is better than the other. They are their own perfect beautifulness. Um, but in their, in their own special way, because I, I too thought about that of, you know, do I love the lemonade over the self-title? And I don't know, cause the self-title has so many great songs and bops and memories and, but, but so does lemonade. So I, I think they are their own things. They, you, you can't yeah. compare the two. Right, like, I I don't like to compare them, because I'm like, everything is even, like, cause, like, that took me into, like, well, by the time I got streaming or whatever, like, that took me going back into really listening to 4, because I only knew, like, the singles off of 4. Oh, you yeah, know, it took me great. going in, deep diving into 4, because I know, like, one of my homies, like, Jalen, he still says, to this day, 4 is his favorite album, and I'm like, that's interesting. I don't hear a lot of people say that. It, it's a good one. My, I will say, hands down, if I could only listen to one Beyonce song of any song that she has put out would be Countdown. I remember you telling me that one time. I stand by that to this day. I remember you, didn't you play it when we were at uh, the party? The bachelor party? Most likely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I will request it at the wedding as well. They may not play it, but I will request it. (laughs) I will be right there. I'm telling you, I'm going to pop up out of nowhere. They're like, where did Darius come from? Oh, there there he is. There he is. So you ready for this deep dive? Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I've got my notes. I feel Let's like you it. got me beat with the notes now because I swear, like, y'all, she has printed out notes for this. <laughs> Four pages. I got written on the phone. Four God notes. I had I some love time to. Like work. I love, I love this. I love this. Um, 
track one, Pray You Catch Me. I'm going to let my guests go first. Okay. So, we start off in Fort Maycomb, which is in New Orleans, which we know is where I feel a majority of this sets the scene. And we're, just to preface, we're looking at both visual and just the music album, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, so... The Fort Maycomb was uh, a pre-Civil War fort uh, set in New Orleans. And fun fact, you can also catch a glimpse of it in True Detective Season 1 for those that are True Detective fans. Hmm. Um, Never seen it, but I've heard it's great. Oh, so good. You should talk to Jack about it. Um, But we, you know, we kind of start off with our, our girl Bay, center stage, just very clean and classic in her hoodie. Um, I feel like really vulnerable, really insecure, um, you know, just kind of raw, which we, I feel like we are used to glitz and glam and, you know, being on stage and being a badass bitch. And we just have her just kind of face value here. Right. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of sets the scene. I feel at least of, you know. One being, I feel like for someone who is so private, it's just so personal. Um, and it just kind of sets for the the deep dive for the whole the whole album of, you know, she she wants to catch him. She for those who don't know, Lemonade is about Jay Z's infidelity. If you didn't know now, spoiler alert. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't the, the it's world been five years, y'all. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, she's, she's on a search for, for reckoning her disloyalty, but also this generational disloyalty that she's seen in her life. So, um, it, 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 it starts off kind of, kind of hard and raw, I would say. My notes for this one or whatever, like, so... I listen to her like not even as much as I as I I gonna say I used to, but like whenever I was going out, it's like okay, that's always part of the playlist. Like you can ask any of the homies; they're always like, okay, you know, movie. Now you're gonna play Beyonce at some point. Go ahead, get it over with, <laughs> you know. But these not it's not one of the tracks that's coming up because you know, I, like I'm a visual person. Whenever we're in here, like vibing and shit. But I'm listening to it in my you know shout out Mona our Christmas gifts or whatever my Beat Studios. So shit just knocks a lot different, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got to be about the the time and place too. Like, you're not gonna be, you know, on the way to the club, right? Right. Not with your homies to pray you catch me. I mean, yeah, it, it ain't appropriate. <laughs> right. It, like they're gonna be like, okay, Moon. Now you really got to stop. Um, Are no, you just okay? The, <laughs> oh, well, oh, well, it's been a couple times we we'll get to a certain song later. They're gonna be like, yeah. Are you really okay? But you know, we ain't got there yet. Um, just coming in with the hum. Hum, 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 hum. I was like, yo, why does this shit knock more? I was like, I was like, am I just, is it been a while or like what's going on? Yeah, so <sighs> I, I, I loved it even more. And I'm like, I've heard this song so many times. Like even like reviewing this and taking my notes again. I'm like, I know this album from fucking top to bottom and it still sounds like it's the first time I've heard it. 
No, it's it's such a great start, and for my commute to work, uh, if I start it when I'm pulling out of my driveway to when I'm pulling in the parking lot at work, I can listen to the entire album. That's how long my commute is, by the way. Um, but like, especially today, like, even though, like you said, I've listened to it a thousand times, but I was just like vibing to it today so much. I miss my exit. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Sometimes I ain't gonna lie. So even though like, yeah, you've, you've heard it a thousand times, you know, word for word, it's just, it just goes to show that it's just a a bomb ass album. If it hits you that hard, that you miss your exit on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, written by her and James Blake. I'm not gonna go through all the writing parts, just on certain songs or whatever. Um, any final takes on the first one before we get into Hold Up? No, I would just say I I give it a you know a four out of five stars of kind of setting the the foundation for for what's to come um you know they they kind of go into the the i, I don't want to say suicide but you know in the visual album she is when she when she fucking jumps off that um building yeah yes <laughs> no, no think about it people listening to this know the joint so you can like trust you're not yeah. sounding crazy or whatever. We all know what the hell's going on. Like, when she jumped or whatever, and she just whoo, pops in the water. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it shows, like, you know, how toxic love can be and how it breaks a person. And, and yeah, there is a lot of water in Lemonade. Uh, I don't know if it means, you know, they're representing drowning, drowning or healing or Ooh, both. I like that. You know? Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to, to, uh, to say it's just one or the other. I think it's a little bit of both, but, um, but yeah, it definitely sets the bar high, uh, coming in strong with that for sure. I like the fact that you mentioned that cause now that's in my head or whatever, as far as the water, cause that's actually part of one of my favorites, um, track to hold up. So I'm gonna kick this one off, man. Um, we got the yeah, yeah, yes um, sample, the song maps. I need to go check that song out or whatever. And I always hear a lot of praise with the yeah, yeah, yes, but I'm not really a fan because I don't think I heard of. I, I know I always hear people talking about them. You know anything about the yeah, yeah, yes? Before I get on to the rest of this, um, I'm probably not well versed to know a to to say I know a lot, um, but. You know, they sing that song that everybody knows. The heads on a row, heads on a row, on a flow. No? All right. Uh, I'm going to look it up later. Just send it to me. Maybe it's a white people thing. Uh, it, it might be. It might be. <laughs> I just found out who the fuck Alabama Shakes was like this year. So What? I've always heard that name, but I had no clue. And I'll be hearing about, uh, shout out Brittany Howard. I just started hearing about her. But, yes. um. I literally Ugh. just got on an Alabama Shake song because of uh, Malcolm and Marie. Have you watched uh, that? No, I haven't. But Al- I need yes. you to watch it and we can have some talks. Alabama Shakes is one of my favorites. Brittany Howard is mwah, chef's kiss. Such a beautiful person. Um, but yeah, but it's funny you mentioned the AAS because I, in my research, I uh-huh. discovered that uh, the AAS were one of 15 writers for this one song which i feel like sounds like a lot of people um 
But, you know, I don't know what goes into songwriting, so maybe we need 15 people. I mean, it made a, a wonderful song, so you know, who am I to judge 15 people being right. up there? It, it, just, it just be like that sometimes, you know, like, and when you're creating literal art, as she does, you know what I'm saying? Musically, visually, everything or whatever, like, <sighs> so besides, of course, the song, whatever, you know, just... The shots at Jay. That's why I also pull a rap genius on the side and everything, too, just with certain bars. Before I get into that, too, the, the, <laughs> this is the amazing video of her in this just elegant yellow dress destroying the entire fucking city or whatever with hot sauce to bat. You know, as, as somebody said, as they said on the read or whatever, you know, not only she come in here with Easter eggs or whatever, <laughs> with yeah. hot sauce to bat, like destroying all this shit, dresses literally an African queen. Let's be real, it's, it's, it a, it's a, a fashion smile. moment. It, it literally is. Like I'm telling you, like it, it, the shit you sent me, um, the last couple of days or whatever. I had no clue about these parodies, but I didn't see everyone being like, "Yo, I need this dress." <laughs> like that was yes. a staple after this. Yes, absolutely. Put that shit in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. Oh my God, they should. That and Hot Sauce the Bat. Please. It needs to be there, but, like next to the Thriller jacket. You know, she she she's she, she's killing. Oh, super facts and the glove. Um, <laughs> she she's killing us with this one or whatever, and like you know, just the the certain little shots at Jay or whatever, you know, like. Yo, would you be like, would these chicks be after you or whatever if you weren't like, if you were still like that, you know, that little corner boy or whatever in Marcy Projects? Would they no. hold you down like I do? No. And, you know, even if you want to go a layer deeper in the visual, because that whole precipice is about denial, um, yeah. she. So this, which I, I knew nothing about, um, the, the poet Warson Shire, but it's sprinkled throughout the entire visual. And yes, the whole uh, part that she, she goes through of, the, of her poem for women who are difficult to love, she says, like, I tried to change. I closed my mouth more. I tried to be softer, prettier, less awake. She's, like, attempting to change herself, thinking she is the problem. And I feel like so many women, especially black women, do that yeah. all the time. And then she just busts out in this yellow dress, and she's like, nah, fuck y'all. Like, I got my baseball bat. I'm going to tear shit up. Like, I ain't got time for this. It so... <laughs> Just the smile, man. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, like who else could look destructive and elegant at the same time? Like, your faves could never. I'm going to continue to say that the entire pod, so I'm sorry, guys. But your faves could never. And to roll out in a monster truck, nonetheless. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot the monster truck at the end. Just like, yo, fuck. I'm, like, I'm Remember because she destroys the camera at the end or whatever in a normal video. Yeah, and she just she drops she drops hot sauce. She gets in her monster truck and she's just like cruising in it, holding the steering wheel one handed. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I mean, hold up, they don't love you like I love. Like, and 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 this is another thing too, whatever, man. Like, I I really wanted a woman's perspective for this and everything because I'm gonna continue to say, you know, black men don't cheat. 
but I know a lot of my homies, they get upset when I say that or whatever. And, and I have one homie in particular where she says, you know, I personally, Mookie need to say that I don't cheat because that's not the case with certain men, you know, not just including black men, but, you know, I'm going to rep for like what I know. So I'm going to say black men do not cheat. But this album, you know, like we're going to continue to go through just, you know, it's, it's not looking too good for me or whatever. Well, I think this album in general put like a whole platform for for women in general, because like I, I have forewarned Calvin, like, should some shit go down, I will full on lemonade you like, oh, don't. <laughs> I, I mean, find- you know, we, we we've talked about this off mic and everything, or whatever, because I, you know, like top secret, I'm I'm writing the album, I'm ghostwriting it. Oh, the my lemonade album, yes. Of oh course. yes. I mean, we'll Absolutely. collab, you know what I'm saying? Of course, but I'm gonna ghostwrite <laughs> it. Oh, but yeah, um, I I think hold up is definitely the kind of not. Not the single of the album, but essentially, like, everybody knows that dress. Everybody knows that song, you know? Everyone, I mean, she, she low-key even brought back the, I about the bad Yeah, Soulja Boy was also one of the 15 writers. Yeah. He, imagine getting a writer credit on Beyonce album, man. Like, it's just, it's just like, that's, that's, a, that's a blessing, you know? Yeah. The true blessing. I can only imagine. Oh, well, I know she's never, she's never gonna hear this or whatever. Maybe some somebody in her camp could potentially hear it, and she'll hear like just a glimmer of our voices. I don't know. If, I don't know if I can handle it, honestly. You don't think Beyonce listens to your podcast? You know, I know that she doesn't, but like you know, I speak everything into existence. So I feel like one day we'll collab. Like I'll have the honor of writing something for her and. I don't think I'll be like, I don't think you matter of fact, you know, I, I, I'm going to just say this before we get to the next track. Like y'all going to have to make me shut up or whatever. I would y'all just gonna have to make, like that. that like, I, I don't even know. Like some people be like, yo, I don't even, I didn't even want to ask for a photo because it'd be too much. But like, I know I, I, felt, I would just have to like, can you imagine? I, I'd probably just start crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just for me, just like yo, like, like the queen, literally. Yeah, like I don't. I'm sure you've seen the the Netflix Homecoming that um that she does the concert. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I, I, yeah. God, God, God bless. I mean, it always makes me think of like yo, like she's this era's Michael in a way, because like Michael was literally making people pass out before he even spoke. Yeah, like I always feel like I'm that girl in the audience who's just like has her mouth open and is just like, uh, (laughs) like I I I feel that same way every time I watch that (laughs) concerts. (laughs) Yeah, I probably I would lose my mind. I'd probably pass out. So, I shouldn't even waste my time. Like she shouldn't waste her time either. It's fine. Man, just as even as a straight dude or whatever, man, you know, just. You got to understand greatness when it's in front of you. And that's everything with Beyonce. Um, track three. Mm-hmm. Don't Hurt Yourself. Featuring Jack White. Yes. You, you go ahead first and I'm going to jump in. Well, first of all, love Jack White. And um, feel like, you know, 
without which obviously I would listen to Don't Hurt Yourself without him, but now that I know he's in it, it just makes me love it even more. Um, it's very rock. It's very grungy. Uh, it makes me feel like she's angry at the world uh, for her situation and for just how black women are continuously mistreated. And Thanks. and the uh, visual album, I feel like this one, she starts to form like her black sisterhood badass coven and (laughs) (laughs) they they, they, feel the entire visual album and i love it you know because she talks about it and i mean she's calling out whoever this bitch is or bitches um she's you know she says if it's truly what you want i can wear her skin over mine we can pose for the three of us and i'm like oh I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was gonna bring it up or whatever that with the visual album. Ugh. The first time, ever, remember, remember watching that for the first time. Like go back to 2016. Mm-hmm. I was literally listening, like, holy shit, what is going on? Yeah. Like, can you imagine I, that? I felt like I was watching. Like there are some parts of Lemonade that are truly like from a horror film. Like they are terrifying. The the visuals and just. The, the words that, that she was reads. So when she sang it. Yes. It's terrifying. <laughs> I would be terrified to fuck her over, what obviously. So you can get your perfect woman. I'm like, what the? Whoa. <laughs> like, mm. talk about yeah. being scared and turned on at the same time. Let me stop. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> um, I don't know much about Jack White, of course, but. You know, re-listening or whatever, and writing my notes. Crazy rock record. I mean, she she got a lot of different genres on this or whatever. Of course, with more songs we'll talk about. Okay. There's a Led Zeppelin sample, which I'm a big Zeppelin fan. Shout out my homies or whatever that got me on that when I went through my Guitar Hero phase. <laughs> you know, the entire first verse, even going into the second verse or whatever. Like, I love the fact she's getting more angry. Like, when she, who the fuck did you? You know, I'm just like, oh, yo, <laughs> so angry. And, and like you mentioned too, whatever, like, you know, when she has a little warning at the end or whatever, you know, you're going to lose. <laughs> yes. Like, shit. Like, first of all, like, it's so just. This is your final warning. You know, I give you life. If you try this shit again, don't hurt yourself. You're going to lose your wife. Like, even the guitar going on, still going on when it's happening. I'm like, what is Raise the ring at the camera, just you know. My fucking god! Like, just just takes it off and throw. Like, come on, man. But you know, I I really, I mean, I know it's throughout that. It's literally the name of the song. Um, yeah. But when she says, "When you hurt me, you're you hurt yourself." So when he hurts her, it hurts everything that they've like worked towards, and she's kind of saying. I'm not taking the blame anymore for these issues in our relationship, which so many women do, like, to to justify it. And yeah. she's like, nah. And, you know, they, they do the excerpt from, from Malcolm X's speech about the most disrespected person in America is a black woman. And, like, yeah. they just, they oh, they just go into it. And I'm like, this is so beautiful and yet so terrifying <laughs> at the same time. 
man, when I when when I tell you, like literally, just I, I found a new respect for it or whatever, and I didn't even know that was possible. Oh yeah, every time I listen to it, I'm like, <laughs> I I gain like a new level of of respect for it. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, any final thoughts before we get on to an absolute fucking anthem? Oh my god, I'm I'm so excited about the next one. <laughs> um, but I don't want to leave. Don't hurt yourself, hanging. Um. No, I think it's a badass rock ballad, and it needs nothing more than that. You, any final thoughts? Um, everything you said, man. Like, I mean, I just it certain like it's like I haven't watched the Biggie doc yet, like the new joint that's on Netflix. But like, um, I was told I need to watch it or whatever for like a musical joint or whatever course because they they found new stuff. And it, like somebody said, they talked about like how Big used his voice as an instrument. You know, people talk about it like that with Young Thug now, but Bay also does it because it's like it's even certain, like we talked about like you know like the inflections or whatever. And she does this on a lot of songs on this album and a lot of even other projects or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just the way it's like a, a whole other thing or whatever. Like I got mentioned when she was like, "Who the fuck did like yo?" Even because she calls it like that. Like <laughs> it's the little shit like that that just make a fucking record, man. Uh, see, the stand level is outrageous. We already on track three. This is, oh, y'all, y'all clicked on it, man. Y'all know this was gonna be stand moment. Y'all know how I feel. Track four. Mm. Sorry. Mm. The first thing I got written down, like I said, listen to this shit on my beats or whatever, and it's been a hot little minute. I'm, I literally wrote down Beyonce, this fucking music. Why have I not really just, like, I, I remember this, but yeah, but I'm, you, you, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote down, how are you going to come in and come with the most hilarious, disrespectful bars on this damn song or whatever? Oh, shit, and, that bitch. I, and I know you're going to talk about the visual part of this too, whatever, and I'm going to just take this over to you when I say this. Not only just having the boy buy on the damn bus or whatever, the bus, all the badass yes. black women on the bus, but Serena fucking Williams in the video just twerking. My God, Whitney, take it over, man. I mean, I, I, I said the visual album has everything. Uh, literally the first part I wrote down, Serena Williams twerking. A party bus with a stripper pole. You know, I I feel like it's the most epic middle finger bad bitches only party. Um, you know, it shows having strength and courage to be better for yourself and be unapologetic. I mean, she literally, but my oh my favorite thing out of this entire album, and I I I. <laughs> I decided, and also, you know, now that you're a, a third person hearing this, I want this engraved on my urn when I die. <laughs> is ashes to ashes, dust to side chicks. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I thought but you were going to say my favorite from the fucking second verse. <laughs> suck on my balls, Pauls. But, because that's yo, the second best lyric of the album. Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. Her face when she listens to the camera when she says that, 
And I even like the double entendre. Suck on my balls. Pause. I've had enough. It's like, she took the pause where it would normally be like, oh, you know, no, nah, we too hard for like this other stuff or whatever because it's quote unquote gay or whatever. Like, now nah, get out of here with nah. this shit, dog. It's 2021. Even back in 2016, like, nah, that's, that's ridiculous. But the double entendre of it of saying pause and then I've had enough. Like, my God. What is happening? Anything about you. <laughs> You always got them fucking excuses. Yeah. I I would say if I had, if I, like I know we were talking about earlier, I feel like I go through seasons with songs on Lemonade. Yes. But if I was only allowed to listen to one song off of Lemonade, I think it would have to be Sorry just because it gets me the most hype. And I'd rather be hype than, you know, like I, there are, sad songs up here that I absolutely love but they are for sad moments so if I had to pick one song it's gonna be sorry fast we can't we can't play this one at the wedding good lord Mike is no, speaking of drunken love if we get a drunken love in or whatever I'm I'm going crazy it, side note it's funny you mentioned <laughs> weddings so my my best friend she and her now husband they eloped in um Iceland uh right around the time that this album came out and she and I, we were so excited and so hyped about it. And she just kept like listening to it, like on repeat while she and her now husband were traveling to Iceland to go get married. And he's like, um, can we listen to something else? Oh no, that's facts. I I was literally talking about this on the pod I was doing a while ago. I was talking about like in 2019, my favorite album was how the creators Igor and I was just in, I was just getting into a relationship or whatever, and I'm like, why is my favorite like my favorite album a, a breakup album? <laughs> like he's literally talking about the pain he's had with this dude and shit, and I'm over here getting my entire life about to be happy as like or happy as hell in a relationship finally. Yeah, but I mean, when it's that good, when the album's that good, it's just you bypass all that, I guess. I don't know. Like she was getting ready to go away to a beautiful land and marry her her husband and she's like but this album is so great <laughs> i'm gonna read off this outro before we get on to the like the next track wait are we gonna discuss becky before leaving sorry oh yeah you know it okay you know it that's okay. part of the outro i left a note in the hallway by the time you read it i'll be far away I ain't fucking with nobody. Let's have a toast to the good life. Suicide before you tear this, before you see this tear fall down my eyes. Me and my baby, we gonna be all right. We gonna live a good life. Big homie, better grow up. Me and my woldies, we about to stroll up. <laughs> I see them boppers in the corners. They speaking out the back door. He only want me when I'm not there. Now, that is a bar in itself right fucking there. That is mm-hmm. just a bar in its fucking self right there. But then it turned it into the double. He better call Becky with the good hair. Let's oh. get the fuck into it. We, there's no way we can get over this song without going into Becky with the good hair. I know people lost their fucking mind. They Rachel Ray got attacked. It was Rachel Roy. You know... <laughs> Do, do you want to go in? Because, I mean, I had to find out who Rachel Roy was because, you know, Rockefeller shit, Dame Dash's ex-wife, you know, niggas is shysty or whatever. You can't be fucking with your man's ex-wife. I I, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Well, I don't even know a ton about Rachel Roy, but 
I know, like nobody does. Ev- he was just dating, like everyone like, else. Like, yeah, like everyone else, I flip my shit about like who is Becky with the good hair, and and then God bless Rachel Ray. She's just trying to, you know, <laughs> she's trying to cook on Food Network and not get attacked. She had um, no clue what the fuck was happening. They were like, well, and I want you to even think about this. Imagine Jay Z with like Rachel Ray. <laughs> That's hilarious in his damn self to think about. I'm sorry. I mean, like, you know, she does make good food. I mean, we all into some, like, you know, different type of women or whatever, but, like, the contrast from Beyonce to Rachel Ray is insane. I'm sorry. I'll say it. <laughs> and I fuck with thick, I fuck with thick women that can cook. You know what I'm saying? But who the hell? Also, Beyonce, thick woman that could probably cook or whatever. I'm sure she got some Texas-ass recipes that'll blow your mind. Oh, I bet she makes good ribs. Oh my god! Yeah, shout out my pops, man. We had some smoked ribs or whatever. I went home um mm-hmm. last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad got a smoker or whatever. He was smoking shit, and we had the grill going. Oh my god, Whitney! I'm trying to tell you, smoked mac and cheese, incredible. Smoked ten out of ten was fucking me. Shout out my brother G, whatever. If you're listening, he went oh crazy with goodness. the mac and cheese. Incredible! It's a, it's a must have now. Everyone loved it. They're like, yeah, we're doing this every time you're around now. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Yeah, smoked mac and cheese. It made no fucking sense how good it was. But yeah, Becky with the good hair, man. Like, it's just, ah, Jesus Christ. So, so I, I get a sense that, at least in my perspective, that Becky is no one woman. Becky is whoever the fuck you want it to be. Whoever you feel your, your man has done you ever with. I do feel Becky is, Maybe kind of not not a Karen, but she definitely yeah. like uh some dumbass bitch. Um and I feel like if she has good hair, that means that you know, I feel like that's something specific to to the black community. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 here to explain that. So it can either be one of two things. It okay. it can either be pertaining to light skin woman, which I mean Beyonce is also light skin, so that's kind of insane. But um, that and or like you know Becky from like you know the Ply song or whatever, going into mm. like maybe a white woman or whatever. Mm. You know, okay, so like hence Becky, Becky. Just a white woman that could like you know just pretty much just there to like do whatever you want, and give head. You know, my aunt's name is Becky. I can imagine how that was whenever the term, you know, you know, give me that Becky, you know, it turned to a whole thing. Yeah. And also, also, it didn't help that her daughter's name is Stacy. So remember back in the day, Stacy's mom has got it going on. And her name is also Becky. So like, she's just been done for. (laughs) Certain names, man. I told you, like, it's even, you know, because you know my mother's name or whatever. The fact that that's a slur now, whatever, for white women is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. And I don't think, I don't think my mom knows about it. We haven't had that conversation. <laughs> I need to ask her one day. Well, and then just, uh, I again, I still don't know to this day if Rachel Roy is indeed Becky. But the fact that she went up on Instagram and posted a selfie and said, good hair, don't care. Like, either you are feeding into this drama for publicity or you, in fact, Becky. Right, like, is that that's one of the cases where it's like, yo, all publicity is not good publicity, especially when it comes to the fucking beehive. Yeah, like, oh yeah, don't fucks with them. They will. Hell stink. no. 
And I feel like maybe I, 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 we're technically members in a way. Are we? But also, I've never signed any we, paperwork. We, <laughs> we are, but also we're like, I remember because uh, the homies on the read talk about that all the time or whatever. Like, we're too old now to just be attacking anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. Ugh. Look, I just turned 33 last week. I ain't got time for this. Hey, congrats, man. I know you had a great birthday, whatever. Shout out you and Kyle. That was dope. Boop, boop. Oh, yes. You know, in bed by 830. <laughs> <laughs> this is 33. Uh, but yeah, sorry. I feel like has to be. If I had to pick a fave, it would be my fave. Okay, that's interesting. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, any final thoughts before we get to track five? You just better call Becky with the good hair. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, taking black man over here, whatever. We don't cheat. We good over here. Um, Next track, Six Inch featuring The Weeknd. Do you want to go first or should I? Because I only have a couple. Well, I have a couple things to say about this or whatever. And I don't want to shit on my man Abel or whatever. But like low key. He's not necessarily even needed on this track. As, as wild as that sounds. But he doesn't hurt the track at all either. Look. That makes he, sense. He already got snubbed at the Grammys. I mean, not like, without it. That was complete bullshit. That was complete and bullshit. And like funded the Super Bowl this year. But let, let, let's let's let him have no, some no, 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 no. I am a, I am a huge Abel fan. I love no. that. I, I love, I love him. I just didn't think he was like. I don't know, like the track could have did with or without him or whatever, but like at first I kinda I don't know. And also I want to talk about like the visual aspect of this or whatever, like her being in like this dark ass spot with these fucking red lights and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also like kind of talking into, you know, how it breaks down these uh I don't know, would you say there are stages like the like right I now, wrote down, technically being I, I wrote, emptiness. Right, I, I wrote down this. Well, true, but that's that's right now though. Whatever we're talking like 2016 perspective. Um, I wrote down like yo B got on her um partition vibe. You know what I'm saying? Which right I know now? is one of your tracks. On this track, yeah. You know, because I feel like this is like a stripper anthem. This 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 went crazy. This went crazy in the strip club. Even though I wasn't going to the strip club like that then. Maybe a <laughs> couple of years later. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I'll be going a couple of years later. Well, I feel the the at least in the visual album, the monologue aspect, like she she dives into kind of her whole, you know, sex life that she is still having with Jay. Like, yeah, she is still sleeping with him, but she's got her guard up. Got to. And I, to me, and I'll ask you, I. I struggle with this one. Like, I can't get a sense is, like, the whole Six Inch Hills is she speaking about, you know, women being powerful and working hard for the money? Or is she, or is this kind of twirling back to, you know, Becky walking in the club like nobody's business? Like, I don't know. I struggle with this one because I've heard both sides. I I never would have thought of that. I like that, though. Yeah. So um, I what I got, what I've got written down is like it's kind of giving me like you know the working women's anthem or whatever you know you make your own money. Um, I like how on the second part the beat kind of sped up a little bit or whatever, and I'm gonna save 
my stuff about the outro for last because I got to read out the outro because, I mean, Jesus, I love this fucking outro. Like, as bad as it sounds, it's my favorite part of the song. But you you go ahead. Anything else you got on this or whatever? No, I just I like I like this one a lot, but I I like it a lot better. At first, I did not like it like initially in 2016, but it's grown. It grew on me then, and it, it's it's grown on me a lot now too. Yeah, um, but I I guess maybe what you're gonna dive into about the the outro about the are you going into the you always come back to me, come back, come back. Yeah, yeah, like. Like I even like the way that like the beat kind of you know because it, it went from fast or whatever and it went back to doom 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 like it went back to that shit or whatever and you know she go slay like that whole part or whatever but no yeah. when she went into the like you know her come back like uh, yo like the way the beat was kind of cutting off or whatever and then like at the end it was like it has the acapella come back I'm like yo <laughs> like I, I I was in my damn I was in here just jumping up and down like 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 that, that goes back to what I've said and she's gonna keep continue to do it the, the voice is an instrument she knows what inflections to do at what time to make the shit even better like the average artist cannot do this and this may just be a me thing but if you notice okay. during that part she's like in the back of a car somewhere and she has that same hoodie with the like the zip up hood which i feel like is just a very like basic raw vulnerable beyonce so it's kind of like you know i'm empty and i'm still mad as fuck and hate you but i also have this like sense of belonging with you of for you to come back i don't know yeah. i just related like that that very like plain outfit that she starts out with in the visual album um right. she's wearing okay. it again i'm, so I'm glad you mentioned that or whatever and i mean I, like i said i'm not gonna put too much of your business out here like that or whatever it's just you know it's me and you talking but like think about how long she's been with hove you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's easy for some people to say this or whatever, but they've literally just met, you know, homie on Tinder like a couple of weeks ago and shit. Like she's been with this person for so long. Like think about even like what you said earlier in the pod, like, yo, I remember me and Calvin were just talking around this time or whatever, and look at like now. Like it's been how long you know what I'm saying? Oh, so long. <laughs> it's 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 way more difficult or whatever, not only because a child is also involved at this point, but like yeah. just so many years of just life love everything you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely it's not so hard to just say fuck it let go you know yeah no it's as someone who is a very like no bullshit zero tolerance type of person like something where you have put in a lot of work and time and effort and especially having a child involved and just years involved like it is, I feel, way easier said than done. That is big facts or whatever. And I will say that about you, too. Whatever I didn't mention it on, um, sorry. You know, you will boy buy somebody real quick or whatever as far as the saying. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, like yeah, I, I know you're not putting up with shit, you know? Like, and that's one thing I love and respect about you or whatever. Because, like, a lot of people have yes men around them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, and I always say this about me or whatever, personally, you know? If I was out here fucking up, there's people in my life that would be like, nah, you fucking up. Like, my brother, my people would be like, you fucking up. Like, you would pick me up. Yo, Mook, you fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And you need that in life. 
Yeah, like you straight up be like, nah, like you know that's not right. Like you're gonna tell me what I like, you know, it's funny too, because I told you like shout out my homie Melina or whatever, because I feel like y'all look alike too. It's kind of weird. But like she's also one of those people where like I call and be like, hey, you're gonna tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Exactly. Which is also why I'm a therapist. You know? Hey, talk it, man. I told you. Talk it. Talk that shit. <sighs> you ready for the next track? Because I am, and I love that you mentioned, well, it's not, okay, never, we're not there yet, almost, but I almost, I, see, I, I got a little bit too ahead of myself, but um, Daddy Lessons, track six. Yes. So... So we get a little we get a little country over here, a little bit of Texas coming Are our way. Are you a way. fan of country music? Um, it depends. I don't I don't hate country music. I am a very like classic country, like give me some Shania Twain, some Garth Brooks, some Tim McGraw. But then there are people like Marin Morris where it's kind of like poppy and soulful and country and I'm like, Okay, I dig her, so I don't hate it, but I also, I'm not going to listen to like, I don't know. I just feel like some of it is dumb, but I feel like a lot of some other like pop and rap and everything else is dumb too. So now I'll Over. be real. Like I like what you said there too. Cause I hear a lot of people say the same shit. Like I know Shania Twain songs. I know like Garth songs. Like I, you know, I know like a lot of older country acts, but like a lot of the newer people, it, I feel like I ain't gonna say it kind of sounds the same or whatever because I don't really listen to it as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, shit, I don't even want to mention the one imbecile or whatever where I actually thought he had a fire ass song, but then he went out here and was like, "Oh, I can say nigga or whatever," and it's like, "No, you can't, sir." Oh, what's because... his ass? Oh, what what is his name? Never mind. We don't need to bother mention it because it don't matter. All I know, like, yeah, I'm not even gonna mention his <laughs> name or whatever, but I'm gonna just say at one point though, I go front. I thought Seven Summers was so dope. I was actually writing a remix to it, but as soon as that shit happened, I had to scrap it, and I was so fucking pissed. Yeah, I but I actually had bars doesn't. written for a remix, so just just remember he fucked that up, not me. That's right. Also, shout out to Classic Country. Um, but yeah, Daddy Lessons, uh, we definitely, I feel like we shift a little bit. Um, I also, shout like, out black people inventing, inventing country music or whatever, but, you know, we never get the credit we deserve, and she even, like, brings this up in, like, the visual part of the album. Well, you know, white it people. It comes from old rhythm and blues. Where the everything. fuck do people think rhythm and blues come from? <laughs> R&B. Come on, dog. Hmm. <laughs> but, um... The the monologue and the beginning of the visual album, it kind of talks about, you know women becoming kind of exhausted with this emotional labor as wives, yeah. mothers, daughters. Um, and it like, Ooh, it, it like, Ooh, it hits deep when she said, am I talking about your husband or your father? Oh and, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you it like, cause I'll I'll say it from the black POV. I know you can say it from the woman POV. Like it, at least th- this whole thing or whatever, because we're gonna talk a lot about Matthew with this track or whatever. We know the whole relationship with Matthew, right. and I only feel like we know like the Beyonce side with Matthew. We don't really hear a lot about the salon side. At least I don't know about it personally. You know me either. But 
the thing with this song, whatever, like country shit aside, like, and I said, like, yo, I would probably never listen to anybody else, but like Beyonce did a country shit, and I'm gonna get to some more with that shit later on that towards the end. You know, shout out to chicks. Um, I'm gonna mention them. But as as far as the song now, like I love this shit listening back. I remember at the moment I kind of was like, wait, what? But I still liked it. But even the whole thing of like, yo, yeah, you raised me to be this strong person. You raised me to do this or whatever. You raised me like this. But also, did you not think about the way you were treating my mother? Mm-hmm. Like, it just fucking hits, man. Like, and I can only talk about it from the black POV with like, you know, certain generations before us or whatever. I'm not going to put like, you know, certain people on blast or whatever. But like, yo, I hear some stories about like, yo, the old dudes been in the hood or whatever, and it's like, yo, that's kind of wild, man. Like, y'all was out here treating women terrible, man. Like, I, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So speak on it from like, you know, a woman POV. Well, I, I feel a to a degree. I mean, and I know it's different for everyone, but right. I feel like what oftentimes you know young girls inherit from their mothers. And they continue to have a similar male presence in their lives. Um, you know, I'm not saying that always happens. You know, sometimes you you go through a few bad apples to get to the right person. Um, but I I feel she she to a degree in this shows that the failures of her father and also those of Jay or how she is connecting to, to a similar man. Like I, this is who raised me and warned me. And even though my daddy said, shoot, if someone comes along like this, well, someone came along yes. and just like you, you know, I, I feel like there needs to be a better male presence and, and you know, that aspect and, that's not always the case or always there. I even want to look at it from like her POV talking about the queen where Jay cheated on her. You know, Matthew's out here wilding out and shit with Miss Tina and even Solange with her husband now, you know? So like, just imagine how it's like, she's looking at this shit, you know? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Well, and it, it it kind of shifts a little bit in the visual album, like she's laying down in the Superdome, um, which is in New Orleans. And Go ahead. It, to a degree, I feel like, I don't know, at least like, so, okay, so Formation came out and the, the music video came out before yep. Lemonade in its entirety did. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of that had emphasis on, um, you know, the police brutality and Katrina uh, in New Orleans. And the Superdome, which is in New Orleans, I feel like takes us back to Katrina because that arena was used as a shelter, as a last resort for those in right. New Orleans. Right. And, you know, she's laying there looking like the goddess that she is. In the middle of the Superdome. And I'm... This may be me reading way, way too much into it. But I'm like, is this a symbol of, like, last resort before we fade into love drought? Holy... Bro, I... You are killing these analogies. I love these. 
<laughs> I love all these shits, man. I really, yo, I, I never would have thought of that. This is why I brought you on. I love I'm this. I'm the historian. Um, I have one final take before we get into Love Drought. You know, I'm, 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 yes. I'm, I'm so ready to talk about this song. Um, shout out to the chicks now. You know what I'm saying? Formerly the Dixie Chicks. Yo, I remember, and I'm, you know, not you, and certain, you know, but I remember certain people being pissed off because Beyonce got brought out to the fucking CMT Awards or whatever and performed <laughs> a remix and shit. And, yo, it's just certain things, you know, we ain't got to get into the whole, like, you know, they tried to make, yo, Little Nas X is a country. This song is a country. It's like, yo, this is a country song, dog. Like, we invented country. Like, let's not do this. But it's like, yo, that, like, the fact, <laughs> the fact of, yes, I made a country song. It slaps some way better than a lot of y'all's little country songs and shit. And I'm going to get somebody that's establishing your community or whatever, and they fuck with me. And we're going to perform this, and you're going to have to sit here and be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out the chicks i already was my thing about it is too i was fucking with the chicks like when this first happened and even changed the name to the chicks being like yo we denouncing this shit we ain't with none of this dumb shit we might be southern but like we also are women we're feminists then yeah fuck all the other dumb shit y'all talking about like you know like i Shout out to Chicks, man. <laughs> I might have to go back and check some records or whatever. I probably know a lot of these songs, honestly. I just don't even know I know it. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was along the same like uh, you know, scenario of people talking about Lil Nas X and Beyonce like being integrated into the country, you know realm or whatever but then they were they were talking about some country song and i don't know what it is but it was something and it it won like you know like best country song of the year and it literally had like chords and like samples from a traditional like popular pop song so it's like so we're gonna call this country but we ain't gonna call this original actual country song from a you know black artist country. Okay, carry on. Anyway, on to love drought. Right, right. Like tell on yourself <laughs> some more, please. Like, we, we we love it because uh, we're not the ones doing it. You are. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, man. So I know this is your fave. Y- you remember that about me. You remember that about yes, me. Yes, yes. So like. I remember when this shit was coming out and I was actually going through a pure own love drought and this song absolutely just, I mean, I would play this shit before the homies would come over and shit. I'm like, this was a song I need to go ahead and get the feels out before we get into other shit because I just knew how like certain vibes were going to be and nobody wants to hear fucking love drought around me or whatever. This was like, you know, we're talking about like, yo, uh, Mook, we're not really rocking with that right now. But, you know, co-written with her childhood friend and Ivy Park member, Ingrid. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a fun I, fact. I went and did a little bit of research. Yes, ma'am. Um, we, we get a story about, you know, relationships, trust issues, insecurities. I absolutely still love this song. It's absolutely incredible. The bars, the delivery, the, you 
yeah, I can't do it like her or whatever. And I love that you mentioned the thing about water because this was one of the joints. When they're doing this shit with the the water and the chairs, I remember I remember somebody saying this shit. They was like, uh, she was scaring me or whatever. <laughs> Cause this she even did this shit on um did you do this at the Grammys? What what um uh, what show was Some, it? Yeah, something when she was like hella pregnant. <laughs> right and, and was leaning back in the chair and, and I'm like, like oh girl <laughs> be careful <laughs> the, the things she does for us man I'm trying to tell you this fucking song man yeah um, definitely a lot more water and I feel like a lot more like witchy cult rebirth baptism shit going on like I, I feel like there are some parts of the visual album that are straight from American Horror Story like <laughs> they it's not on the pod, on the read pod that I listened to earlier oh really <laughs> yeah they was like yeah those are American Horror Story shit they also said that about yeah. uh, six inch yeah like if you ever watch the the I forget what season it is but Coven when it's also in New Orleans like yeah like she could have based lemonade off of Coven. Um, but yeah, I feel well, like. New Orleans, real... you know, the whole thing of like witch doctor stuff and, you know. Oh, yeah. Voodoo and shit. Mm hmm. Yeah, I ain't messing with that. Um, but I do feel like a big takeaway is, at least in her perspective, uh, the realization that her marriage is worth saving. And strong enough to rebuild what has been broken. Um, I get a good sense from that. It's kind of like a, I guess, kind of leaning into what I, I said about the Superdome and being like the last resort and kind of gels into love drought. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a, a pivotal moment for her. And I'll be honest, like love drought has not been one of my favorites, but uh, since, you know, we've talked about doing this and I've kind of been honing in and focusing on, I'm like, okay, I feel like I didn't give love drought the time that it deserves. And, and like, I, you know, you, you were in love at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like I was going through the drought. So like it, it, it really hit home for me, you know what I'm saying? And like, even now being in a relationship or whatever, it's like, you know, it still takes me back to a place where I'm like, Yo, I tried this and I tried that and I tried this and I tried that and now I'm just really doing my thing over here. You know, I didn't really have like my homies balancing me on water and shit with some chairs, but like <laughs> I, I put it on or whatever, and it just still takes me back to like this point in 2016 or whatever where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this song. Like, huh, she could do no wrong on this record, man. Like, it's everything about it just absolutely just. I, I don't. I want to literally sing the entire thing, but I'm not going to like you know hurt you guys listening now so same um anything before sandcastles when i get into my my, my real pisces shit right here um i think i think i'm good on on love drought let's move on to forgiveness slash sandcastles <sighs> favorite song love drop man shout out ingrid all right Love castles. Oh, love castles. See, see, I'm confusing them. Sandcastles. That, that's the rum, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a medley. <laughs> yeah. I literally wrote down such an incredible emotional ballad, and I'm just gonna say this or whatever. And I'm on that second verse. 
when she's singing and her fucking voice cracks, it still gets to me. Like, I remember one time just listening to shit in the car and, like, literally tears dropping down. I was like, damn it, stop being a Pisces right now, man. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so, I, it's, it, like, it doesn't make me cry every time, but sometimes just hearing it, man. Like, I mean, we built sand castles that washed away. And even in the video, she's just sitting here on this damn piano and shit and, like, mm-hmm. the fucking, like, look, look, not even a piano. It wasn't, like, a laptop and just the little little microphone set up. It's, it's, yeah, something. Oh. What is it about you? Oh, my God. Like, you feel the pain, man. Oh, and go, go and I, I enjoy that it's, like, our first appearance of Jay-Z in the visual. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's very raw and bare-boned, um... You know, it's really honing in on the forgiveness that she has accepted for whatever she feels is right for for them. Um, you know, she talks about, we're going to heal from this. Uh, she talks about, we're going to heal from this curse. And... They they show one of those I can't remember what culture represents it, but it's it's when there is like a broken bowl and they they meld the cracks with with gold. So even though the cracks are still visible, um, it, it still shows that the bowl is still whole. So they they represent one of those, and I I think that's beautiful because it shows that that bowl still works and is functioning even though you can see the cracks and the embellishments um yeah i just think it's this emotional ballad of deciding to stand by her man even though they've been through hell and high water literally like oh my god just like she she had the feels and she's like you know what you're all gonna feel how i'm feeling yeah I just, I, I don't want to sit here and read off the entire thing because, <laughs> my God, yeah, I'm getting emotional even just thinking about. It. Let, let, let's let's go on. Let's go on. Well, if you want to talk about getting emotional, we're we're going into my forefront of the one that hits me the hardest. <laughs> well, well, well. Also, yeah, it's, it's just about to get some crazy or whatever. Because uh, next track up, forward featuring James Blake. Uh, you want to do the visual for this? Yeah, like the, I'll be honest, and the album itself, if I'm like listening to it in my car, it may be one that I skip. Um, like it's it's certain songs you can't just do because I mean, I'll be real. One of the last songs for, what is it on self-titled or whatever? Like the song about blue. Oh, heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can't I can't just be listening to heaven on a regular day, man. Nah. I, I, I can't <laughs> It takes me to a way. Yeah. But like, there's a that's Tyler Creator song where he's talking about like how his grandma passed away. No, and I still can't listen to that. We have time for that on our way to work. Trying exactly. to like get hyped. <laughs> um but yeah, forward as far as the visual, I feel hits me the hardest because it's just where this like revival of wonderful awesome powerful badass women come together as one and like i get chills 
literally every time I watch it or even listen to the song where they show Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, and Michael Brown's mothers all holding photos of them, like, every single fucking time. I'm like, Ugh. Didn't Eric Garner's mom, like, start crying? Um, she, like... Well, maybe she is crying, but she's, like, kind of, like, very subtly shaking her head in the video, like... I, I know like, one of them couldn't take it, and I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, why? Right now, oh, Lord. No, I, I think it's Aaron Garner's <sighs> mom, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like in this, Bay is kind of shifting her focus from... She's still keeping kind of, like, her internal issues but she's also reaching outward and encouraging like a form of collective healing in general towards you know her community her sisters her you know uh black presence that she has here in in this space and you know she's she's showing that we're not backing down we're some badass bitches and we have been treated terribly and we ain't taking this shit. You know, um, I like the fact even of like, it's just a piano and James Blake starts it. And then, you know, like him and him and Bay are kind of like going, you know, in the same part on the second part or whatever, Mm -hmm. but literally just, just, just haunting, man. Like legit haunting. And it's like, haunting. We're trying to move forward, but we continue to just be held back by systemic racism, man. It's like, God bless. And this is five years old. Like, what the fuck has changed? Yeah, the fucking A, like, she was, before anything that took place in 2020, let alone, like, I mean, she was paving the way. Like, this just proves that Beyonce is some sort of mystic being that, can predict the <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're gonna talk about that on the outro man because i'm like yo she she tried to show us or whatever like yo um yeah we're trying to move forward guys and y'all still want to hold on to this you know good old boy shit and it's like nah dog that ain't it i know and it, it blows my mind like you know with everything going on currently with with george floyd and we still have like all these people, at least in my mind, like Trayvon Martin and Eric Garner and Michael Brown, who, you know, those names still resonate with, with me and like, you know, folks in our age and our time who never had like that ray of light and hype and media. And it's just, ugh. so yeah, yeah Beyonce, Beyonce knew, knew what she was fucking with and we're, we're still trying to fuck with it today. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to cry and everything because we're having fun on this, but like, <laughs> it's just like literally sometimes or whatever, I'll, you know, you get texts or whatever, like, yo, you you, you good? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't answer these shits because it's like, you know, like, uh, but it's, it's people who like, I mean, I, I appreciate the thought of like you caring about me and I'm not going to say you're like, you know, I'm the person where I'm like, I'm not going to say you're being an asshole like, nah, fuck that shit, man, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's like, it's like no, it's I not a like, y'all, well. it's like a, yeah, it's, it's a, certain people and I, I know who gets it and who doesn't honestly i i get that about you know what i'm saying so right yeah but just certain shit man it's just like my jesus christ because i always tell people like i don't ever want to be in a case or whatever but like 
or even uh, even imagine the shit of like you know we talk about my mom all the time on these pods or whatever like of her being holding a picture of me or some shit you know what i'm saying yeah like like, that's crazy to think about it's like such a personal level if it you know if you think about it in that context because you know i've never met Trayvon Martin or his his mother, but like seeing them in the video, like, ugh, it just, uh, yeah. So I can't imagine what it's like to actually see someone you know and can relate to because there there are other you know there are younger girls in in that part where they're also holding up uh, pictures of of male figures, and I I'm not certain if it was people that they know personally or. Um, mill figures that are black that have been lost or um, have been, you know, killed. Uh, but it, it just goes to show that it, there's just, there's so many. And Bay is like, hey, we need to pay attention to this. And we didn't get the message in 2016. We're trying to work on it in 2020 or 2021. So, you know, let's get our shit together. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> Track 10. Hope freedom. and freedom. Featuring Kendra Lamar. Yes. First two notes I got before we get into, you know, Bay coming with her powerful ass vocals Ugh. and bars on this one. I said the title speaks for its fucking self. And shout mm-hmm. out Jess Blaze on the production. Do you know anything about Jess Blaze? No. Just Blaze is, um, you know, longtime hip hop producer, legend, fucking absolute incredible legend. Um, it's hilarious because work with worked with Jay his entire career. <laughs> oh wow, that's the funny part about it when you think about like what this album is about. Yeah, for sure. Because I I literally put down beside Hope Freedom, I put Bay's Revival. <laughs> Because especially in the visual album where all these, you know, powerful black women are coming and sitting down and she does that acapella version and then it just busts into the song. I'm like, I, I, I know you and I were probably watching it around the same time before we started doing this. And <laughs> yeah, and like every single time I watch that part, like I get like tears of I don't know if it's joy or like it's a combo I guess but like it it just gets me every time she does that and every time I watch it you know what this song actually makes me think of or whatever from uh, the self-titled album mm. not my favorite but one well I said not my favorite but one of my favorite tracks off of that or whatever uh, Superpower with Frank Ocean like that video oh, I love Superpowers so oh much. my Thank you. I, oh, I, it's so underrated on that album. Exactly. But I'm also like a diehard, like of my top three favorite, uh, top five favorite uh, artists. Uh, Frank Ocean is in the top five. Do not get me fucking started because I'm going to mention that at the end when we talk about 2016. Okay. I'm still mad. Because you know, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about that at the end. I'll remember. I'll remember. Save it. Save it. Yep, I'll save it. Um, uh, Bay went crazy. Kendrick went fucking crazy. Also, shout out Kendrick or whatever. I found out that he is a super Beyonce fan. 
doesn't, who be. doesn't stand for the queen? Like, come I was on. I going to say, who is it? Are there people that are not? Uh, they they claim to, and I'm just like, you know, like yeah. shout out my homie Jalen or whatever. I need to. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if I have a screenshot somewhere, but he had a tweet a couple of years ago. I can't even remember what it was exactly, <laughs> but. And you'll laugh or whatever, even, you know, not being black. He tweeted and was like, I don't trust black people to say they don't like Beyonce. You're trying too hard to be different. <laughs> <laughs> and look, we, we, when we talk, I'll bring it up randomly and shit. And he's like, nah, that's facts, though. Like, no, it's like being like, oh, I don't really like Michael Jackson like that. Like, stop it. Just, you like, you, you just try, you, you try to hate. You're not even like actually like listening to the music or this, that, and the third. Because you're just trying to find a reason to hate because it's the quote unquote cool thing to do like get the fuck out of here right stop right. it but i always go back to that one over like stop I don't, I don't really trust black people that don't vote <laughs> i mean i only want to say even just black people i don't trust a lot of people that don't like beyonce like you gotta you gotta stop that i know when people have told me before like i remember talking to co-workers about my love for her and they're like I think if she were really in tune with her fans, she wouldn't charge so much for her concerts. I'm like, do you know who you're going to go see? Like, it is royalty. Like, she can charge whatever she wants. First of all, if you're questioning that, you don't need to go. So just go about your way. I, I always look at it to the um the infamous quote from Metallica. Yeah, we sold out. We sold out here. We sold out there. We sold out there. You know, like you can't sell out if people aren't buying. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> you you can't sell out if people ain't buying because nobody buying your trash ass stock. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. You know, just <laughs> tell them that next time. <laughs> and the level of talent she has, well, not only throughout the album, but you know that or show up in the visual album like our girl Zendaya is in there. Um, I'm telling you, you gotta watch Malcolm. You gotta watch Malcolm Marie, man. She's going insane. She she is. Oh my god! Like, like it's like it's like, like you said. Like B is literally a, a a being because like she's like you know I see the I see the potential in you, so I'm gonna embrace you early. And it's like yeah, now you're like fucking 22, 23, whatever old she is, and she's literally like one of the most talented fucking actors yeah. in the world. <laughs> How did she see this shit, man? Exactly. And this is the same five years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> Ain't gonna yeah. fuck. <laughs> also, then, countdown just popped up on my TV, so you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, also, um, if you ever want a you know a just a pop of happiness, you should watch. There is this. Uh, he's a at least in the video. He is this young Asian kid wearing a. Snuggy, and he does. I've seen this. I've seen this. You yeah. for countdown. Yeah. Oh my god! You, I think you, you you told me about this. Matter of fact, yeah. It is that was one, one of our first. Um, that was one of our first Beyonce moments. Okay, it is. Yeah, you no, told me about dude. It brings me so much joy, like how spot on he gets every single move in that damn Snuggy. <laughs> oh. No, but I was I was going to segue into um, being a, for those who don't know, a formal and classically trained ballerina. Um, shout out to the ballet dancer, Michaela DePrince, that just beast the whole 
portion of of the song in the visual album like she just makes me want to put on some point shoes and and, and work <laughs> the room. Um, like, I mean, just the level of talent throughout the the album, let alone especially, which is heavily focused in this particular song, just blows my mind. Shout out to her. Like, I feel like she just finds the most talented people or whatever. Like, even I was doing my research and shit earlier, and I was finding random stuff like. When she did the video for like you know Run the World Girls or whatever, and she like found some people on YouTube and shit and flew them out to LA and was like, "Yo, teach us this choreo." <laughs> like she just puts on anybody, man, and that's the thing of like you know being a star. Like it's not just about you. It's like I'm gonna put on everyone, and she does that for so many people. Like it'll be random X Y Z person in the background or whatever, and be like, "Yeah, they're a superstar now because they was in X Y Z Beyonce video." Yeah, the, the <laughs> fucking uh, the the. The twins that tour with her. Man, they are talented as fuck. Yeah, like they were nobodies. Like they were doing their thing wherever the fuck they were. And now they are like superstars. But yeah, I I, I feel freedom is not only talking about her own liberation, but it's making important commentary about the work that still needs to be done and addressed and what these you know, injustices that we're still dealing with. Yeah, completely. Like, I guess, you know, I'll be the one to speak on it, or not not be the one to speak on it, I'll I'll speak on it from, you know, this side and everything. Like, it's it's just crazy to think about, like, you know, I I love the fact that, like, certain stuff is happening, but, like, there's still some folk or whatever who's just like, oh, you know, like, da-da-da, and it's like, dog, you got to realize one day, and I pray that you will or whatever, you know, like you said, pray you catch me. <laughs> I pray that one day you realize everything ain't a fucking witch hunt, and you never want to be on the wrong side of history. I always tell people that, like, there's people who won't fucking with Dr. King. Boom. In, insert, boom, you know, <laughs> right there. Uh, the last thing I got on this track, or whatever, I got to read it off or whatever, because, um... Yeah. Shout out the Queen, um, Hattie White. You know, they go to the visual album. It's her 90th birthday. And, you know, that that's that's a true blessing in itself and everything, man. Like, you know, with the Lord's will or whatever. I, I just saw my grandma uh, this past weekend or whatever. 84 and still going on real strong. Hoping she could see 90 like, you know, Miss Hattie did. You know, she, she says, you know, I've been through my ups and downs, the pain and all this. I had lemons and I made lemonade. Yo, powerful, man. Fucking powerful. This is Jay-Z's grandmother, correct? Yeah. uh, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. I I remember they, in the visual, they segue from freedom to all night and they, uh, Miss Hattie at the tender age of 90, um, gives her speech and then, Bay comes in with her grandmother's lemonade recipe that is passed down through generations of women, which seems to be like a testament of the resilience that women, particularly black women, um, have also had to endure. But it also, they, they kind of, picture like the lemon itself before it is turned into lemonade is the sourness that has been passed down as well. Yes. Um, but 
just like Miss Hattie said, I would serve lemons and I made lemonade. These strong, powerful women are doing the same, um, even though this, you know, I don't want to say ritual, but this generational aspect continuously is passed down. But they're like, you know, we're, give us these sour lemons. We're going to make lemonade out of this bitch. Yeah, Which is what like you made look at the, the stuff. You look at the stuff that like black people have always done. Like, yo, they gave us a scrap of the meats or whatever, and we made our own meals with it and everything. Like, I remember like looking at it or whatever, and it's like, you know, if you understand from, like the culture or whatever, like, I, I, you know, I would tell, I would say it out loud in my head, like, yo, I want my future wife to meet and know my grandmother. So, like, yo, you catch and you understand, like, yo, this is how you make the bombest grits in the fucking world because nobody's touching my grandma's grits, like, to this day. <laughs> Nobody touch my grandma's grits to this day, Whitney. I'm telling you. What's your grandma's name? Um, Etta. Etta May. Don't fuck with Etta's grits, y'all. I'm telling you, like, it's it's, it's undefeated. It's undefeated. <laughs> like the, the grits and then the fried, like her fried fish, man. My God. Also, I love her name is Etta. That is beautiful. Like I said, man, 80, 84, man, still going strong out here in these streets. Got her whole garden out there. <laughs> Nice. I made the joke over. I'm like, yeah, she cares about Coco more than me, but I'm, I'm just joking. She knows this is a joke too. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny too. Like, um, not not the last time, whatever, but the time for that. Whatever. I actually had her watching wrestling with me, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I used to watch all wrestling matches with Ric Flair back in the day. And I was like, what? <laughs> I found out. So, I find out so much stuff about my grandma now that I'm an adult because we could talk about like actual things that I couldn't <laughs> ask her as a kid. And it's so dope, man. Talk to your grandparents, guys. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. It's, it's really dope. Like, I, like she she always tells me I'm more like her than I ever know. And it kind of makes me want to cry in a way. I don't want to cry right now. But it's, it's, it's inspiring to think, like, you know, someone this wise and dope thinks that I resemble them. Yeah, for sure. You know? That's, that's incredibly dope. Yeah. <sighs> Are you but ready yeah. for... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm not ready. Um, um, I'm not ready. I'm not for... calling this. I'm not calling this the outro, but it's kind of the outro in a way. All night. Yeah. I would say it's 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 the outro. It's, it's technically the outro for the visual album. But I, I, I'll say formation's kind of its own thing. Like it's it's. Yeah, for, formation. Go ahead, and get ready for like us to get back to like you know, hey, we back with our shit because hey, hey, my God, hey. formation. Yeah. But all, all, all night first, all night. Okay. I'll so let you go first. One thing I, I do want to point out is I, to a degree, and this is just me, because like you said, and you know, I'm a no bullshit, zero tolerance type of person. I yeah. feel like there is this polarizing stance of you know, going into the, like, her lyrics are literally, and my torturer became my remedy. Like, I feel, as a woman, there is something to be said about the way women are expected to forgive and stay with men who are, you know... Dude, them completely dirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll openly admit it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I even mentioned when I said earlier, like, someone told me I need to say, hey, 
I don't cheat. Everyone, you know, everyone ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some just, women have been through complete heartbreak or whatever, and they're just supposed to be like, yeah, you know, that just boys will be boys shit. And it's like, nah, dog, that's not how it is or whatever. Yeah, and just just the way, like, the first half of Lemonade is, like, this, like, toxic, painful relationship, it doesn't quite... I feel gel with the forgiveness that it closes with. Now, yeah. I am I am 1000% about every individual and every relationship is its own thing. Just yes. because yes, one relationship of, you know, Bob and Kelly, Bob cheats on Kelly doesn't necessarily mean Frank and Sue, Frank is going to cheat on Sue. I 1000% stand behind that. Um, but I guess it just, it just really, I don't know. I, I have a little bit of trouble with the, like, just like happy ending bow tied that lemonade gives us at the end. I don't think she wouldn't, thousand percent gives us that i think she she indicates that there is still you know some band-aids that have to stay on and some some wounds that need to be healed um but it's like we went so hard in the beginning and now we're just like we're gonna heal and be okay which maybe we all need to be okay with and accept and give it a try but um yeah that's that's not everyone like Literally in the pod, I sent you whatever, like, like Crystal said that or whatever. She pretty much was like, you know, I don't, she, she, she kind of didn't like what Beyonce was like, wait, 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 why are you forgiving him or whatever? Like, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that, that's her and her, she, she was like, that's her experiences or whatever. Like, it's different right. with Bay and everything. Like, you know, even we mentioned or whatever, like, there's a child involved and there's so many years of this and, you know, they've, that's their relationship. So, you know, yeah. who, but you also, in you know your thoughts or whatever are completely because you know we're all different you know what i'm saying yeah we can't compare one to another that's for sure and you know we all deserve our boundaries right and my absolute favorite favorite thing of the entire visual album is in all night when they just like show brief little clips of these real life couples at different ages and, and races and orientations like it gets me every time. I, I have tears every Interracial, time. guy-on-guy, girl-on-girl. Yes, like black, every time. White. I'm like, oh my god, love is, is a real thing, and look at y'all, and look how happy you are, and I love y'all for that. You know, I always say this or whatever, and I'm going to continue to say it or whatever, you know, even as, like, a straight man or whatever. It was like, it's just, I always tell people, like, yo, when you meet my mom, it, it all makes sense, because I'm like, yo, I was just always raised on, like, yo, you know, I'm like, why are we caring about this or whatever? Like, yo, like they gonna like people gonna do what they gonna do regardless or whatever. Like, mind your own business. You know, what I'm that's right? how Karen that's how Karen raised us or whatever. Mind you know, what I'm like, yo, mind your own business or whatever. Cause people gonna do what they wanna do. You do what you do with your life, man. That's <laughs> it. Like, don't be worried about everybody else what they doing and shit. Like, they ain't bothering you. No, exactly. No one's bothering you. You do you. And you know, I I do feel that it's a nice vulnerable part for for jay and bay to show like the little blurbs of of real life footage of like 
you know, they're their, ma- pri- they're their fucking private wedding, wedding that we've never seen. Yeah. She looked absolutely fucking incredible. God yes. knows that wedding dress. Oh my God. Like strapless. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then like, you know, Blue's first birthday and then like even like a little blurb at her like pregnancy and everything, which you know, that was a whole controversy. Like, is she actually pregnant? Fuck all the people fuck all the people that thought she wasn't pregnant with Blue. Get out of here. Right, and that she had a pillow sitting <laughs> Like stop <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal said that too. She was like, Beyonce's nose got big as hell or whatever. I know what a pregnant woman looks like. Also I I have never been pregnant, but based yeah. on my friends and coworkers and loved ones who have been pregnant, don't nobody want to fake that shit because it's <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I can't speak from a woman or whatever. Uh, shout, like I said, shout out my grandma again or whatever. My mom was pregnant with me, and my mom was like, "I'm not pregnant or whatever." And my grandma <laughs> looked at her and said, "You pregnant? I've been pregnant seven. I've been pregnant six times. I know what that looks like." <laughs> And 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 lo and behold, I was in there chilling. <laughs> so that's how my mom found out she was pregnant with me. <laughs> Edda told Karen, "What's up?" Yeah, she was like, "Yo, I, I've been pregnant six times. I know what this it's looks like." like. Look, <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo, Karen. <laughs> right, we've been, we been here. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Yeah, this song is absolutely incredible. It's my it's my second favorite up here. It's, it's it's always right there, second behind fucking love drought of just I, I, it breaks me a feeling or whatever. Like I, I you know like everything you said about the visual album and just seeing all the different couples, you know, creeds, oh. race, just everything, man. I love it. I absolutely fucking adore it. It's so heartwarming. It's it's a good uh. Fireworks. Yeah. They're running around with blue and shit in the fucking Superdome, even though fuck the Saints, you know. <laughs> Sorry, but oh. it, it it I I feel like if it could end on a positive note, that's the note to end it on. Yeah. Also, I like the little um. I go ahead and mention this or whatever. Uh, the co- the chorus had a sample from Outkast's. Oh uh, yes, spotty yes. Adi, oh the horns? Yes, yes, ma'am. Actually, I had that album on CD or whatever. That was um part of my little trend I was in back before I fully got like you know Bluetooth and stuff or whatever when I got my new car. Yeah. When I was going to Fye buying like everything out the fucking five dollar bin that I thought was cool in there, and I was like, oh, Outcast. Okay, I'll listen to this. It's five dollars. <laughs> well, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Um, when I was watching the visual album and all the songs were released and the it came up and I was like, what the fuck is that? I know what that is. Yeah. But I, I didn't do, I didn't bother with it. And then like months later, like I have something on shuffle and out the Outcast song comes on. I was like, oh shit, it's all night. Don't you love that though when you be listening to stuff or whatever? Because like, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna talk about it at the end or whatever too. Where like I'll listen to stuff and I'm like, where do I know this? Or maybe I need to go look that up or whatever. It'll <laughs> take me somewhere. And I'm like, yo, and I go down a whole rabbit hole of this was a sample of this, and you know, like mm-hmm. where the fuck did this come from or whatever? Like I, that took me from like a Ninth Wonder shit I was listening to the other day, and I found like a the Daz band or whatever like 
song or whatever gap band maybe song from like 77 or some shit i'm like lord that's crazy man like ugh. i love old music man um we got any final takes on all night um apart from it being a bad ballad uh I I don't think it needs anything else, do you? Um, the outro I love though, you know. How I've missed you, my love. Oh. <laughs> I had to say it. God. Say it. Let's go ahead and get into like as someone as they said on the read or whatever, you know, low key, if you if you if you listen to the album or whatever, you listen to like this entire thing of like love, lost, heartbreak, you know, just mm-hmm. all this stuff or whatever. Formation is almost like the credits, and I like that. I, I kind of I like yeah. that. Yeah, it like wraps it up in a perfect little bow. I'm gonna say because I wrote down these notes exactly. Whatever released on February 6, 2016, and what would have been Trayvon Martin's 21st birthday, and the day before oh. Sandra Bland would have turned 29. Wow! And that I just I... turned 29, so that's terrifying. Yeah, that I didn't know. The only thing I associated, I remember hearing Formation, and I was like, oh, thank God, Beyonce has put something new out. And then when she hit the Super Bowl, I lost my mind. Let's say that for the end, because I want to finish the song, and then let's get into the video, and then that Super Bowl performance, because, oh my God, yes. Got it. Um, The song, an absolute fucking anthem a instant classic i don't know i everyone i knew was fucking with this and whatever that like like beyonce didn't like beyonce everyone was fucking with this song <clears throat> i don't care who you are like you know like like i also love like you know how you've been going on crazy with the double entendre shout out to you someone was like she tried to tell y'all let's get in formation you know yes. in formation and also you need to get information because y'all are lost <laughs> out here and you're sleeping you know and i was like you better go to fuck off dog <laughs> also shout out to big frida i feel she does not get the oh my credit God, she man. deserves because she's a goddess i came to slay bitch <laughs> uh, she eats collard greens bitch and oh my god and the fact like i even prior to this, like, I loved Big Frida and what she represented. Yeah. And then when I found out, like, I was like, oh, shit, that's Big Frida. I was like, can, can God, I, can I if you, I didn't need another reason to love this. It's not even really a story or whatever, but, like, shout out, uh, I think it was Thanksgiving or whatever. I went to M's family for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And I literally brought my damn vinegar over because they said they was making collard greens and shit. And me and... <laughs> One of her younger sisters or whatever, he, um, one of her younger sisters dates a homie or whatever. Shout out Vaughn or whatever. Also, a black homie with dreads. And I was like, yo, I got the vinegar for the collar. He's like, yo, let me get a little bit of the vinegar. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out, like, because Karen gave me this whole jar. I don't know if you've ever seen, like, old school shit. It's just a whole ass mason jar or whatever, like, full with, like, these peppers. And you just mm-hmm. pour more vinegar juice in there or whatever. And, like, you know, it really kind of, like, the vinegar, like, the peppers, like, make it and shit. Well, I'll say this. I'm white and from the south and we always have vinegar on our collards with our cornbread but 
you know, that just be might be my like backwoods grandma situation. <laughs> that might not be. Oh no! Nah, like I always, me and my homie joke about this shit. We got it from Jay Little and Jacoby. We always say certain shit ain't cultural as far as black and white. <laughs> certain shit's regional. Like when people say like, oh, cornbread and collard greens. Like, nah, that's not black and white. That's down south. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I don't even know if that's black and white because I mean, one of the dopest meals I've had was one of my homies and shit, his older white grandma or whatever. And I remember, like, him telling me, like, yo, like, she's kind of old to the point where, like, she doesn't even say black. She says colored still. Oh, no. Right. It was a little bit off, but, like, she made one of the dopest meals I've had. And I'm like, oh, she knew what she was doing. (laughs) Crazy. Oh. All right. Formation. Yes. Hit it. When I tell you, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go to Rap Genius because I gotta get a couple of these bars off or whatever. I mean, all like everyone and they fucking grandma, I got hot sauce in my bag, swag, swag. Like, yeah, that, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. Yes. yes. I know you were getting your entire life on this or whatever. So much not life. even not even when this first dropped when this first dropped now to this day just it, it it does not get old i can't wait for you to come to my house next weekend for the wedding because there is so much beyonce drizzled throughout this house very subtly but for those who appreciate beyonce will notice it calvin doesn't notice it because he he knows Beyonce, but he's not on our level. Um, oh, M doesn't understand my love for Beyonce or Drake. So the the art that is sprinkled throughout the house is just unprecedented, and I can't wait for a fellow Beyonce historian to relish in it. <sighs> like, let's let's go ahead and get into the video, man. Because all right, all right, let- formation. Where, where, where do you want to start? You want to talk about her seeking the cop car? You want to talk about the amazing fucking choreo, whatever, in the damn empty-ass pool? You want to talk about the Texas Bamas, her and the all-black with the fucking, like, southern country hat with the old brothers or whatever? The, the fucking little kid hitting the damn moves and then the cops putting their hands up? The stop killing us in the background that pissed off white people because, I, Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> you say something that's actually real. I don't know where to start. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 I do a lot at I do think the uh, standing on the sinking police car speaks volumes, as does the empty police, uh, empty swimming pool. Kind of going back to the whole water aspect. Um, I just water. feel like she was. 10 steps ahead of what we're dealing with now and she knew what was going on and while a lot of us myself included were not up to speed of the height of what we're dealing with and she's like yo this shit is real and then here comes 2020 and then a lot of people like myself were like oh this shit is real um but I feel like I you've I feel like you've always known, even since I've always known you at least, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to a degree, but I mean, not to this level, I feel, even speaking for myself, like, you know, 
and she ugh. no I, I i feel like i was not on this level that she is and like i i feel like I go back to me and you jokingly talking about like she's some profit here to tell us, <laughs> like what way to go yeah. but like if you had told me in 2016 what we're dealing with and what we dealt with in 2020, I would have bat an eye about that. Like, yeah, it's it's really just like you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we were having these talks and everything because like our entire friend group, I feel like it was nothing ever like you know I couldn't say because like y'all understood like yo you know Darius goes through a lot of shit that we could never ever understand. Yeah, so looking the way that I look or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And being the person that I am or whatever, you know. And it, it, it's crazy. It's like yo, like we're, we're we're trying to say this. We've been trying to say this and everything for years. And this even goes into the Super Bowl performance. Here it is, Super Bowl Fifty or whatever. The Panthers were playing. They unfortunately fucking lost. Don't get me <laughs> don't get me mad about that again. But she came out there. Again, and literally off just performing a couple of years prior and stole the whole fucking show. Like, not even performing another song that y'all already know. She p- performs the new song that was better, like, what, like two weeks old at this point? Oh, so young. I remember, like, we I lost hosted. my shit. I was like, yes. I was like, wait, 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 she's doing this? I, I lost my, I'm, I'm sorry, let me, let me calm down. I'm, I'm no, yelling no, I, I remember we were hosting Super Bowl at the Elm Street house. And I remember losing my mind and like my eyes immediately locked with Kaylee. And I was like, oh shit, it's formation. And she's like, oh shit, it's formation. And we just like stood up more like, oh my God, like, let's do this. We are here for it. Whatever you bring to the table, let's do it. Well, everybody dressed like Black Panthers. Well, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it for the people that don't like it. Where everybody just like right, black right. pants. <laughs> oh, I know. It was because that pissed a couple people off. Because I remember again. not only I had to deal with the shit of the Panthers losing, I had to deal with. Well, I don't like the fact she had to come in there and make stuff political, and I almost got in. I almost got in trouble at work that next day. I ain't gonna front. I'll tell you. Look, I think I told you that story. I can't remember. Well, the fact but I almost is, did. it don't matter. Like Beyonce could go out there stark naked, wearing you know nothing. Or she could go out there wearing uh, something that resembles that of the Black Panthers. It don't matter. It's fucking Beyonce. Let her do what she wants. And she stole the entire show. That's Again. right. She's <laughs> like, like, remember, are people already kind of like, wait, Coldplay? Like, what? They, they had to bring Bruno <laughs> oh my God, and, and I Beyonce. Was yeah, because they had to they had to bring they had to bring uh, Bruno and Beyonce just to go say the shit, and they I did. For- I forgot that they were even part of it. <laughs> Say whatever you want about Bruno. I mean, which side note, that damn Silk Sonic about to be fucking insane. I've been fucking with Pac for a couple of years now. I'ma leave the door open. No, okay, just me. Right. Carry no, on. You good? You good? No, 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 no. I fuck with Bruno. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, this this song is still absolutely incredible or whatever. Like, what about the New Orleans? Like, I'm, I'm, I just, I can, I can, I can talk about this shit all fucking day, man. Like, it is just it, even sticking that car, that cop car at the end, man. Like, if you understand, then you get it. 
and like the little kid or whatever, you know, dancing and everything in all black. And then the cops putting their hands up or whatever. Then the stop killing us popping up in the background. It's like, yo, we keep trying to say it's different over here. And maybe I can pray, maybe not in my lifetime, my future kids, their future kids or whatever. But eventually, maybe it can get to a point where people are like, this is not a witch hunt. This is fucking reality. And you'll never understand it because you're not me or us. And it's crazy that here we are in 2021 and we're dealing with a lot of the same instances. Like, I will not say that it has not changed, but it has not changed to the level that we needed to change. Uh, The only thing I'm going to say, and this is just me because I'm like super positive about everything whatever you know my homies always tell me like you know what Moog, you're almost positive to a fault in a way but i'm like i have to be because i every, everyone can't be a pessimist i'm just not a pessim- pessimistic dude but i like the fact that at least some things are starting to get to a certain thing like i like the fact that like i mean because i know some people talk about like, oh you know like, why do you care whatever like and i'm like dog like certain shit just if it's not right it's not fucking right like i don't I don't like this with black people. I don't like this with like, you know, the way even like still certain people like, yo, why can't gay or trans people like just not be bothered? Like, dog, like they ain't bothering no damn body. Like, leave them alone. Leave us alone. Like, why can't they give blood even though they are like a universal donor because they are homosexual? Because I have a friend who that's their situation. That's fucking ridiculous or whatever. I mean, I don't, don't want to get into your business or whatever. I remember even when, like, I laughed my ass off or whatever because, like, some shit was happening on, like, online and you told this dude to fuck off. And I was like, yes, go to fuck off, Whitney. And then you got, like, reported and had to make a new account. Like, what the fuck? Yes. It's shit like that. I simply told a gentleman to fuck off because I didn't want to deal with their bullshit. And then my entire Instagram was taken down. But that's okay. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's not like I had a thousands of followers. It's um, all good, but that still fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. Before we get into final ratings for the album, because that's how I like to end these things off. Walks later. It's been so long. I almost even forgot myself. Yes, uh, I want to yes. talk about like certain little stuff or whatever. Um. You know, this album has aged fucking gracefully as all her albums do whatever like i said she's the you know like like jay said it on a, a track back in the day i am the mike jordan of recording you niggas should probably fall back from recording mm. beyonce's the michael jackson of this era i'm sorry right? like, and like she she just is it's like it's not it's it's like these, these other people can't they can't do it it's not even close it's crazy nope. um 444 was a thing it dropped you know it was incredible i love the fact of like yo you know i did some wild shit he talked about the stillborns like a lot of shit people didn't know about i'm pretty sure i've showed you like a shit that i still watch to this day or whatever off the actual 444 song like the video you uh-huh. i know you said the video right um not recently but i I know we have talked about it previously. Yes. So you know that shit at the very end of the song. There's a, For you guys listening, the 444 video, whatever, you know, Hov's rapping all this stuff about how you cheated on Beyonce. He's like, like almost, you know, and he, he talked about a lot of songs or whatever. You know, he's like, yo, you left that for Blue? Like, it, it, was, it was even the way he said it. He was like, you know, 
I almost fucked up my marriage, my life, my like mm-hmm. relationship with my child, my everything for this, you know. He's like, you know, he said it was good as a menage a trois when you got a soulmate. But before it gets to like, or after it gets to that part or whatever, there's like some random shit going on in the video. And then it gets to like him and like Beyonce performing or whatever. And before it gets to like their actual audio from the like the uh, the video, it it has like just them dancing, like looking at each other, just happily in fucking love. And it plays the Al Green song called Judy that I actually had to go look up or whatever, you know, like you know, deep diving, you know, talking about that again. And this is the part I was say I was saving for the end too. Like. I went back and listened to that Judy song or whatever, but just listening to the Al Green joint going as like these two people in fucking love are just staring at each other, just happy and just they're just looking at each other and just you can't do anything but smile while this ballad is going off with Al Green. I just watch it sometimes to think like I just want, you know, what I'm saying like I, I want I want that like I want this happiness. Yeah, I love that shit. No, and I think that's what a lot of people aspire to have. And, you know, it's it can be easier said than done for a lot of folks. And so, um, yeah, I I could see that and empathize with that for a lot of people of of having and wanting that for sure. Nah, that's facts. Um, Also, final thing before we get to the ratings. Um, because, you know, looking back to like 2016, I'm, I've already spoke to one of the homies. I was looking like, yo, a lot, 2016, that's right before I moved out here to Greenville. There's a lot of stuff that's about to be like his five year anniversary. Like Drake's oh. views is literally like next week from the time of us recording this. Uh-oh. Solange's a seat at the table was like later on in September. And when I thought about 2016, I'm like, there's something else in 2016 I would lose my fucking mind about. And this is what I was going to mention earlier when we were talking about Frank. We're about mm-hmm. to hit the fucking five year anniversary of Frank Ocean's Blonde and Endless. And like, I think that's August or September. Really? Five years? Wow. It's been that fucking long because every time I think about him, I get mad because I'm like, Frank, give us another album. Yeah, where the fuck is he at? He dropped Cayendo and um, what was the other track? Like, la- oh, Dear April. He dropped them shits like last year, right around eh. this time. We ain't got time for that. We need a. We need. We need I mean, remember he, he remember because like he got on that little period of time where he he dropped a lot of singles because like we got um Moon River or whatever the shit, fuck that shit was called. We got um in my room. We got DHL. And Ooh, then like what's the last, in my room? You know, in my room. A pharmacy no, does a mattress. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that shit. Yeah, um, that was right. that, that was like a couple of months after. That was like a month after DHL, because like he dropped like a, a photo with it, and like on the bottom it was like a bunch of little like different poses of him. So yeah. I was thinking, oh shit, is this like the each track is gonna be a different pose? And then he never <laughs> did anything with it, because like the first one was DHL, and then the second one was in my room, and it was a different pose. And I was yeah. like, okay, is this an album? And we time went by, and then. Like I said, in April or whatever, it was like a couple of weeks back or whatever from this time last year, we got Dear April and Cayendo, which I still fuck with Cayendo. God bless. Dear April was kind of eh, but Cayendo's my fucking shit. My nigga was singing at us in Spanish. Yeah. 
Well, we'll have to talk to him about that in our next uh, podcast. Yeah, just Frank. <laughs> Frank. Frank's upsetting me, man, because I'm just like he just. Well, you know, I feel like he can do what he wants to, and we should. He can, but him. I'm like, dog, you was doing tracks with Jay and Kanye. You were writing for Beyonce. He got fucking Beyonce vocals on Pink Plus White. Like, think about it. who could get Beyonce. Not even vocals. He got he got Beyonce ad libs. Who the fuck can just get Beyonce ad libs on a fucking record? Think about that. Think about the flex of Beyonce ad libs just on the background of Pink Plus White. Only I'm a sorry. genius. I'm gonna calm it down because it, it upsets me because I'm like he didn't. Even, <laughs> it was one thing she wasn't even on the record, but he put her vocals just ad libbing in the background. It's like yeah, I got this on standby if needed. It's like party next door with like oh I can get Rihanna on like any song because I'm recording I'm writing half her shit. And, <laughs> And we get the song with him and Rihanna, and it's like, oh, it wasn't that good. Like, we, you've had way better shit. Like, nigga, you wrote work, but <sighs> yeah, let, let me let me not get off that. Um, let's go ahead and close this bad boy out or whatever. We've been going for a little minute, man. Um, I can go first. You can go first. It don't matter. Out of ten, you're rating for Beyonce's Lemonade five years later. Oh, twelve point five. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I I mean, would. Is there anything below 10 you would give? There's no way I can. Exactly. I don't skip a song. Like, we, we just said, like, I mean, I, y'all thought we went crazy on Lemonade. Y'all fucking wait till self-titled. I'm sorry. Like, for self-titled, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, I mean, that itself, yeah. I mean, I I will hold my opinions for that, but. I, mean, I showed my homie the fucking blow video and he became a fan of Beyonce. Did you Joseph, <laughs> Joseph? When we showed him at the bachelor party? Uh, Well, maybe Joseph too, but I'm talking about one of my homies here or whatever, but like, Joseph? I show people that blow video and they lose their minds. Yeah, he, he made note of the videos he enjoyed and he said he was going to look them up later. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, you know, you, you made a mark on, on another individual with, with the Word and gospel that is Beyonce. Um, but yeah, I, I would give it a solid zero out of ten. I'd give it a twelve point five. Breaking the scale. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just be disrespectful or whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a ten out of ten. Delivers five years later. It doesn't feel like a single day's passed, honestly. No. This shit could re release now, whatever, and it'd still be incredible. I, I enjoyed my entire time listening. I've watched fucking all the videos or whatever, at least that are still on YouTube or whatever, like all fucking week. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. Just. Yeah, Fave could never. N E V E R. You bitches could never. Um, you got any final taste before we get up out of here with? Uh, I guess my what only. Final taste Final take would be to use only one zest of lemon, and also, if you have shit going on in your life, you know, talk about it, communicate, figure that shit out, because if you don't, your bitch is going to write a whole lemonade album about you, so talk it out. It won't be as good, but, you know, they can try. It, it won't be as good, but, you know, they can still do it. 
Yeah, they deserve, you know, if that happens to you. Yeah. We don't wish that on nobody, though. No, absolutely not. Darius. You know, us, us black men over here, we don't cheat. So, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. I can't talk about everybody, though. <laughs> I, I I appreciate, you know, Whitney, you coming on and everything. It was so glad to finally have you on. And, uh, you know, this was this was incredible. I'm glad I fi- we finally got to talk about this. Like this, I was... enjoyed being on. It was a great time, and I would love to come on for any other Beyonce endeavors. So just let me know. I, I knew there was no one else I could like pick besides you, or whatever. And that and you might have found me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have came and hunted me down. I mean, I'm mean, trying to take you out, but I mean, still, though, I don't want no problems. I'm gonna find you, and we're gonna talk a bit about Beyonce, whether if you want to or not. I'm telling that now your next weekend gonna be fun now. Oh yes, I'm looking forward to it. I, I we can talk about that off air or whatever. Trust, I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, and everything, um, remember like always to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Links and everything gonna be in the description in the bios below. Make sure to check out it's April Fool's 21 playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. <sighs> check out the entire link tree. So much dope stuff, you know, dope friendship. I appreciate you. This was incredible. I had fun. I think I went through like a cup and a half, two cups or whatever of spice rum over here. Good Lord. And always remember, if he fuck you good, take his ass to Red Lobster. You know, I would love to be taken to Red Lobster, you know? I fuck with some damn uh, biscuits. That captain's feast and the biscuits, you can't beat it. I don't care who you are. Shrimp's in my top three, so I'm here for this. Nice. You know, she's the queen. She's Bay, Beyonce, any other name could be so sweeter. Five Sasha years. Fierce. Sasha Fierce, you know, Mrs. Carter. Go listen to 444. You know what I'm saying? That shit was incredible. I liked it. Go back and check that moment in the video, whatever I mentioned on 444, because I still love it or whatever. When the Al Green shit came in towards the end. Coco's over here knocked out. He's like, Dad, if you don't tell me out, I'm going to attack you. I feel you, Coco. (laughs) She goes by Whitney. I loved having her on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm Mookie, and until next time.